presenting sponsors of Avengers Assembles brought to you by our friend John Naughty over at the NaughtyLawGroup.com. Now, peep this. When there's something going awry, I'm talking about landlords going crazy. Look, housings, housing, apartment, rent. It's a difficult time for everybody. Why is my rent being raised? Why is, it, why is that rent being raised? If they're doing that and doing so illegally, one person you want to talk to, that's a friend, John Naughty, the NaughtyLawGroup.com. Now, it could not even be rent. It could be when your school district is acting out of sort. We're not just talking about because of the episode that we got coming up. I'm talking about some racial discrimination happens. Candace Owens style. She knows all about that. There is a person that you want to represent you. <laughs> and that's a friend, John Naughty. Check them out. That's www.naughtylawgroup.com. Next up, we got the show that y'all have been waiting for. 30 years in the making. Okay. <laughs> Assemble. We are joined as always. We got Mikey P in the building. What's cracking, baby? Yo, what up? What up? Coming to uh, you straight from the quarantine zone. You already know it. We got Midtown Scotty B. What's good, dude? I'm honestly, I'm just still kind of triggered, and I'm getting over the Candace Owens uh, shit that you said earlier. But yeah. I'm good. Other than that, quarantine's okay. going well. <laughs> and we've got a return back by mid popularity demand. He is the, you know, you guys already know, all right, the most savage, and I do mean savage, uh, media critic and movie critic in the world, the cinema assassin, Chrissy Hill. What's cracking, man? Uh, well, if Bauer's triggered, I got to be hiding in my safe space. We can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you only became mid-wanted because all of my Instagram followers took you from not wanted to, like, at least mid-wanted. Look, I, I got to I got to thank you. Uh, 13 well, people like you now. Yeah. <laughs> I, thankfully, I can if you just give me their names, I can thank them all personally right now. And yeah, then I'm going to pictures. You drive to their house, probably. You uh, could, but Chris is going to try to make them pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe now and you'll get a personal shout out from the Cinema Assassin. Yeah. Right, yeah, everybody's looking for the Cinema Assassin. Only person I know who doesn't post pictures or respond or comment to anything, yet the number of followers he has goes up. Like, yeah, yeah, something's going on. I don't know if somebody's using that credit card to get some new followers and all. Um, All right, we got to get – we got the Saved by the Bell popping off. It started – debuted back in August 1989. We're in for four seasons, 86 episodes, uh, final episode May 1993, then to be followed by some new incarnations like the college years and the new class, but we're not talking about those. We're talking about the OG – this aired on NBC, was created by the late, great friend of the show, Sam Bobrick. Uh, essentially wrote, came up with the idea. Friend of um, the show. Friend of the show, yeah. Um, produced by Peter Engel. You know him from Peter Engel Productions and all those other shows that would follow. Um, essentially what happened, Brandon Tartikoff, who was the president of NBC at the time, I had referenced him on a previous show. However, I will not be doing that again because I did so in a negative light uh, slightly. But he had commissioned Peter Engel to develop a teen show. Um, Engel was a little bit reluctant to do it as he thought it would be lowbrow television. So he actually came up with it, and the show became Good Morning, Miss Bliss. 
That show took place over in Indianapolis at the JFK Junior High School. Um, the show tanked. Ratings were awful. What does uh, JFK by stand what's up? for? What does JFK stand for? John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, go on. So, okay. And so, Tartikoff asked him, he said, I want, a real, I, I want a kid show. And he convinced Engel to do it. And his wife said, Peter, just do it because um, you're kind of fledgling and we need to pay rent. So he essentially took uh, a few of the characters because uh, he liked the idea. They liked the idea in some semblance. Took uh, took essentially four of the characters, uh, that being Paul Mark Paul Gossler as Zach Morris, and that's uh, Dustin Diamond as uh, Samuel Screech Powers, and then Lark Voorhees as Lisa Turtle, and then uh, Dennis Haskins as Mr. Richard Belding. Took took them, transposed everything, left the black guy in Indianapolis. Uh, because you can only afford to move to the Palisades if you're a black guy, if you're in the NBA, and that guy worked, <laughs> because he worked at a school. Uh, and then they came up with the idea of a time saved they by the bell. They couldn't bust him? Or no, no they joke. couldn't bust him at all. <laughs> so this show actually went on to become a huge rating success, and it actually helped the burgeoning and uh, established flour- uh, flourishing careers for at least about – Six of the uh, about six of the main cast members, and then um, Dennis Haskins was able to get a weekly paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe you have no love for Dennis Haskins. I can't believe Hollywood doesn't either. So <laughs> they paid him like week by week yeah. to hang out with a bunch of young kids, which is kind of maybe what he wanted to do. <laughs> okay, well, so, all right, it's Dennis Haskins, all right. not Jeffrey right. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care for Dennis Haskins. He was an older man having a rivalry with a high school kid. I mean, that sounds like Scott Bauer. (laughs) Jesus. So, okay, so Chris Hill, we're uh, we're going to start with you. All right, Chris Hill, we're going to start with you. Where were you when you first watched this? Uh, In front of a television. Uh, I mean, that's kind of a... Where, okay, what do you recall what, what, about the shit when the show? What do I recall TV? about it? I only watch things on my phone. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I had a I had a, a tube television. Uh, I had RCA. to manually change the channel back then, and uh, I stumbled upon this. No, uh, when it came out, uh, my girlfriend at the time, her little brother was. So your left ex- hand's friend, or your left hand's little brother? <laughs> It has a name. The sleeper. Uh, the stranger. <laughs> the cloth. The stranger. Velvet <laughs> glove. These these names are Velveteen Rabbit. <laughs> I just call it sore from sitting on it, but if oh, we want to come up with clever names, that's fine. Uh but that's what got me into it, but then uh uh you know, trying to go and and, and spot someone that I knew. The stranger. Wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, so the girlfriend was on it? No, her little brother was on it. So I tried to go and be like, oh, I know someone on this show. Uh, Obviously not main cast member. uh, Ox? uh, Was it Moose or Ox? (laughs) It was the friend Nikki. Um, No, it... uh, (laughs) My nickname was Permanent Press because my mom had to put it on that Permanent Press shit to, like, get it through the laundry, you know? To clean it. No, we don't know. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know at all. Please continue, Chris Hill. (laughs) So anyway, so that's uh, so then I, I watched it and then, uh, you know, I just kind of got hooked on uh, all of the the scheming and uh, the breaking of the fourth wall and all of that, uh, you know, seeing a seeing a Saturday morning cartoon, but live action form yeah. got me hooked. Totally. Okay. 
Scott, though. Scott, what do you recall about the first time you started watching this consistently? Yeah, like one thing I love about this show is like th- this question is one of my favorite things about it because uh, we all come from different places and different years and all that shit. Like Chris, we uh, we know that you know you formed a special bond with uh, the matinee man who allowed you to come in to the movies all the time. I, I should have never told that one-time story. <laughs> I don't even remember Dude, what fucking episode it is. But. This guy, this guy probably like. Do you have, like, a gold plate at that theater, like, no. on one of the seats? <laughs> like, it's got your name on it? Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I, I don't know this story. So did a – Okay, like, so would – Would a middle-aged man just let you come in for free? Yes. Like, I think he was – It seems – I think he was 18. No. I mean, you know, he was certain middle-aged, at least. Certain <laughs> events will cause you to lose memory. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, this might – Ten years from now, you might really find out what you did to get into that theater. He recruited him for the defensive line at Penn State. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> uh, All right. So, nevertheless, uh, the gentleman – the I, I still remember his name and everything because uh, he, he came to my job or whatever, and like he goes, hey, he goes, aren't you the weird guy that was at the theater? And then like they excluded me from a combo, him and this one dude, uh, Shane, uh, which I was pissed off about. I was like, you know okay. – I felt like Scott, like, every year of high school. I was like, damn, people don't want to tell me things or be around me. So That was adorable. <laughs> okay. Uh, glad that your mom so uh, my gave you first, that compliment. My first, uh, my first, no, 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 my first uh, memory of this show. Uh, this is the first show that I remember watching with my older brother. And uh, I think I've, I've mentioned on the show before, like, my dad wasn't really around during my venerable years of, like, 6 mm-hmm. to 10 or whatever, right? Uh, but my older brother was there, and so I remember watching this show with him, and this is like what formed me being the contrarian that I am. My brother oh, liked Zach Morris, so I like I loved AC Slater, like fucking Mario Lopez was my jam. That guy was awesome. I mean, you two couldn't be any more different. Ah, don't forget. Maybe that's what I liked about him. I did yeah. have curly hair though. It was the okay. mullet. Yeah, do you have a mullet too? Yeah, the mullet. Oh, I totally had a fucking. Did mom. you have those Parker Lewis can't lose t-shirts? Uh, did not <laughs> have dimples. Did not have that skin. Did not quite have that physique, but I had six pack. Did, did you, you call your hair? brother Preppy? Uh, a little, a little bit maybe. I tried, but I was like seven. Did you wear a wrestling singlet just for fun? <laughs> it was maroon. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, uh, so Mike, what did you, all right, so uh, uh, during your initial, your early, uh, you and I are closer to the same age, uh, you're significantly older though, um, but uh, what were you thinking? Significantly older by like months? Or a year. Um, nevertheless. Um, Wait, what, if you both huh? are Geminis, it's only either two months or one year and two months. Yeah, good, yeah, see, Scott's using that good math. Uh, very rare for a Bernie Pratt. Um, so, the, yeah, all right. So, Mike, where were you when you first heard, uh, when you first started consistently watching this, and what were your thoughts? Um, so, I got first introduced to it because, like, um, like, I would hang out a lot with, like, one of my older cousins who lived near me, and he's, like, five years older than me, so he kind of put me on, like, game for a lot of stuff. So, shout out to my cousin. And um, What's his name? So, yeah, that's the worst uh, shout out ever. <laughs> well, listen, man. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to keep things. You don't even uh, remember flowing. his name. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. My cousin's name is Nacho. Yeah, shout out to Nacho. Nice. 
I just didn't, I didn't want to give him a quick shout out because I don't know if he's a listener or not. So, you well, know. should be. Should be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he kind of put me on it. And then after that, um, it really just kind of became like more of a ritual for me, like before school. Like, ah. it was a show that I would watch either as I was getting ready for school or as I got a little bit older. Like, it was a show that I watched when I stayed home sick from school, which was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Truancy. Kamala would have put you away. Um, the... well, listen, bro, I'm, I'm Mexican. Did you have, uh, when you were sick and staying home from school, did you have Santa up or did you have Squirt? Uh, Sprite? <laughs> no. I'm Mexican, bro, so it was 7 up and uh, Tampico? <laughs> no, 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 no. Bauer knows. Bauer knows. I do know. Seven uh, Up and Vicks is like every Spanish person's remedy. For real. Like yeah. a little tequila, they put that in there and you didn't even know, though. <laughs> yeah. Just like my parents put whiskey on my fucking gums when I was like nine months old. To Just... numb it right when you're teething? Exactly. Put Same your ass shit. to sleep, yeah. Exactly. Mm. And alcoholic, Alcoholics Anonymous thinks your parents. <laughs> <laughs> the uh all right so i this is gonna sound weird i don't remember when i started watching this but i just know that this has been a part of my repertoire since the time i started speaking um just i i legit can't remember a time where i wasn't watching this show uh, immediately i said i wanted to be like zach morris uh, i wanted the i wanted the dope kicks which i feel like we talk a lot about on this show yeah we do um, so i'm gonna skip over that no um, what are these kicks you and mike should you guys know these kicks, right? I so he apparently Zach like there's actually a few blogs on Zach Morris's sneaker collection, and he had more pair. I think he had just as many pairs of sneakers um, by the count, eighty six, just as number of uh, episodes of the show. Um, what the I th- fuck? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I'd never even noticed that. Yeah, um, like legit, any type of Converse, Adidas, Reebok, um, he was essentially, or or like Nike Airs, he was just killing the game in. Um, for me, I would have had was, the same Toms the entire high school yeah, career. I know like, you wouldn't have gone to there. You wouldn't have gone to Bayside. You would have never. Been did. Like, you would have been walking around barefoot, bro. Come on. Yeah, yeah you would have been out there. Aladdin, you would have been out there like Aladdin and shit, man. <laughs> I can show you the world. Please don't <laughs> show us a note first. Um, so the. No, I like legit. Immediately upon this show start, I just said this is my favorite show. Um, I people will be surprised to hear this. This was right up there with the Fresh Prince of Bel Air for me. Just Whoa. Zach, just was swag across the building. And you guys, uh, Chris Hill was on on the nine hundred two and zero episode, and um, I actually started watching this prior to me watching nine hundred two and zero. I remember exactly where I was when I got started watching nine hundred two and zero. This and the Fresh Prince, it just legit was a part of. Uh, you know, maybe one and a half, two or something. I just like took a liking to it. And then Zach, uh, he just became my like all throughout up until at least college. He was my idol in terms of I want to do all the shit that he did. And I want to be just like him. So essentially you wanted to be like the shittiest person possible. Yeah. yeah. I didn't write him <laughs> notes or anything. No, I, look, I like I like when I remember at one of the high schools I went to. Um, I had a friend named Joseph. I won't say his last name, but I do remember it. And he was awkward, little awkward brunette kid that got good grades. And I would ask him, I was like, hey, I was like, there's that, uh, there's this girl. So I dated this one cheerleader, but she like quit the team. And then we got back together the next year and she was on the team. But then I met her friend, Jessica, who was fine as a motherfucker, right? Uh, she was like originally blonde, but she dyed her hair brunette and she looked so much better. And it, she looked just like Kelly Kapowski. 
And then I told these girls, like, hey, Camille, I was like, um, do you think that an open relationship is possible? And she didn't like that. And I go, oh, okay. And then I started immediately plotting to see if I can, like, switch her out to get the Kelly, Kelly Kapowski type girl. And I would have my buddy, like, send her notes or go to her class, like, before the class was and, like, try to talk to her for me and stuff. And then we had a history class together, and I used to do everything I could to rearrange the seats so that I could sit by her. So you were basically pulling a screech. No, 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 no. I was Zach. <laughs> I guess we saw a different version of the show. No, no. Screech. <laughs> Screech that hit that story is like uh, there's a very thin line between. Well, that's really sweet and just sad. Listen, <laughs> just sounds like a J Cole. I ain't never done this before. No, she came up. <laughs> right, no, she came up to me and she goes, "Hey," she goes, "Don't you date Camille?" And I go, "Yeah." And then she goes, "Oh, she goes, that's so nice." She goes, "That's so nice." She goes, "I really appreciate your compliments, right?" And then I was like, so I was like, you got a dude. And then she goes, oh, well, we broke up, right? And I was like, okay, cool. And then I asked this one dude to switch seats, and he was being a little fucking shitbag. So uh, we found a way to barter to get his seat, and I used someone else's backpack to get it. I, I like how uh, you immediately try to work the open relationship angle at that age. Well, dude, uh, first of all. This sounds like last year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys should have saw her. Like, all right, imagine, like, you're fucking on the football team, right? And then, like. You know, you're like, all right, you never get a chance to go to like I was remember I was they made me play varsity uh, as a sophomore, right? And so I didn't get to see the uh, sophomore cheerleaders, right? And then like I see this one, I was like, okay, this is like a better, like richer, non fucking broke version of the other girl, right? And I was like, but I still like like still love the other girl, but like th- this one's like fucking like everyone like is hyped on her, you know? So okay. yeah, and that immediately became like my plot for the years to try to get her. And then she we went to a Britney Spears concert, which I hated. And then I was like, I really should just – I'm not going to leave the other one for her. I'll try to push the open relationship again. Well, listen, shout out to Camille and Jessica out there. If y'all are in open relationships today, you could thank no, Chris No, Jessica's Wiggins. married. If you despise them, you can thank Chris Wiggins. <laughs> <laughs> Je- Jessica's married, and she still follows me on Instagram. So she is in an nice. open relationship. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. So this show actually shout like, out to the Britney <laughs> Spears memes of the world because they're very good. <laughs> so this show actually uh, was the first one to the this show being a li- this show was a live action show that was put on Saturday mornings as to try something new, which they didn't think was going to happen. NBC was essentially running out of things that uh, uh, material that they could put on Saturday mornings. They put this on, and I think that had to do so much for its success. But like looking at the show and how it is. You could make the case that this is essentially a live-action cartoon. Um, like, the plot, like, you look Great at some of the plots. They're kind of, you know, hokey and unbelievable uh, and over the top. And, you know, storylines don't really carry on. Like, because when we get to our topics with, uh, what do you call it, with, uh, like, continuity, I feel like we're going to be on that for 15 minutes because – there they was really, no continuity. Yeah. Billy's yeah. wife has drop. a baby in one episode, and you never hear from it again. Yeah, supposedly <laughs> they were in grades, though. Like, they were in ninth grade, and then they were in tenth grade, and then eleventh grade. I don't know if that was real, but that was supposedly the thing. What, what about the episode where where Slater's sister just shows up, and Zach tries to, <laughs> Zach tries to get her, and then you never he hear from yeah, <laughs> you never hear from the sister again. You wouldn't even know that Slater had like a, a summer camp relationship. <laughs> yeah, this sh- th- yeah this show was essentially Tiny Toons, um, except with live action actors. Um, 
There's no other way to put it. Like, but like you look at like you look at this. Um, Peter Engel went on to have. I don't know if you guys watch these shows, but let me name off a few of these. This essentially insp- created Peter Engel's empire, but it inspired shows such as California Dreams, Malibu CA, Hang Time, and City Guys. All Saturday morning sh- uh, shows that would go on to air during the '90s. I'll make the argument. This is like a case of them getting it wrong the first time. And then the material being better in all these subsequent shows that they did. Thoughts on that, guys? Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, mean I, would, I would agree. Um, and I think your comparison to, like, a lot of the shows that, uh, that succeeded it, like California Dreams, which is basically Chris Hill's monologue. It's <laughs> what, he's, <laughs> what he's catered to be. How I live my life. life. Yeah. <laughs> Christo, you were a California Dreams fan, weren't you? I can't. I can neither con- confirm nor deny that. Oh, I can't. You know, this is about Saved by the Bell. Let's not get okay. to the other. When you were at Peter, okay, when, Peter when you were at Tory Pines, when you were at Tor- uh, Rancho Bernardo High School, <laughs> oh, God. did you not want to be like one of the characters on uh, California Dreams? Be honest. I I I wouldn't say I was against it. But, uh, you know, Rancho Bernardo's landlocked, man. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. So. You wanted, yeah. yeah. You know what's crazy? Uh, like, wait. So, Chris, myself, and Mike all went to high school in the San Diego area. And I don't think most of those high schools aren't even fucking that close to the fucking beach, are they? Except Mike's high school. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> Profound. Uh. <laughs> you enlightened me on that one. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, moving on. <laughs> The uh, okay, who? All right, I want to. Uh, there's re- something really important because, like, I'm gonna truncate this because, like I said, this show is campy, and there's not a lot of profound shit we can get into. I gotta get into the main thing. This is what everyone does. Nineties, you got two people diametrically opposed. Zach versus Slater. Who the fuck's team were you guys on? Slater, bro. Why? Slater. Okay, well, let's let Mike answer first. Yeah. Um, first of all, man, I didn't identify with, like, the preppy blonde kid. Yeah, he had, like, the nice sneakers, and, like, he was fashionable, and he was always clean, but Slater had swag, bro. Mm, not really. Nah, he had swag, bro. He he had confidence. He was a jock. He was kind of an asshole. Um, well, he was jealous of Zach. Nah, man, he wasn't let, jealous of Zach at all. Come on, yeah, let's strive to be bit. number two. Okay, so, all right, yeah. All right, so, Mike, you liked, uh, you liked Slater. You love the uh, acid wash uh, Pavarotti jeans he wore, and the tank the tank tops he would wear, and the Jerry Curl mullet. Hell yeah, bro. Okay, all right. Um, Scott, you said you were Slater also. Well, let's go to someone who else likes Zach first, so we can go a Slater Zach thing. Okay. Well, well I mean, thank I, you for I, giving away. Okay. I, I think it's safe to say that I was uh, I was one hundred percent Zach Morris. Uh, that's an that's an easy one to call out. I mean. Zach. Why were you team Zach? Well, besides the fact that, you know, uh, everything revolved around Zach, he always tried to come up with these these uh, these elaborate plans, and they never worked out. And, uh, you know, I just thought he was, uh, he was, he was clever and he ran shit. So yeah, he did run why? shit. He could pause the whole shit, you know. I know. I mean, when you can go and just do a timeout <laughs> and then just start, start talking to people down the hall through a television – Ah, uh, it was great. Yeah. Plus, I like the fact that no matter how shitty he was, everybody was like, oh, he's great. 
So, Scott, uh, you were Team Slater. I was. Why? Uh, I like Slater for a couple of reasons. Uh, the first reason I like Slater was Jesse Spano. <laughs> Didn't the, Zach make out with her, too? I mean, they were. he got friend-zoned as fuck in, like, seventh grade with Miss Bliss. Well, he made out with her. Well, he did no. make out with her once, but, dude. Well, she tried to leave Slater for him. Nah, like, for a minute. Either way. One of my point is, yeah, her heart was forced later. So s- second point was uh, it was the rivalry with my older brother. He liked Zach, so I I felt like I had to like AC Slater. And the third point was AC was the the jock man. He was like so good at football. Remember there were like there were like four episodes where he came into the max, and they were like, "You were the player of the game," and he had the football, and he was just like spinning it. And what I don't even know what play? he did. Like, they never even <laughs> really described right? what his position Wait, was. You, uh, Mike, say that again. He was the quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, dude. He That's fucking ran shit in his own way. But, like. He was, like, a, a younger version of, like, Tom Flores. Totally. Okay. Mark, Better, Mark, though, hopefully. Or, uh, Mark Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mark Sanchez, but. Minus the butt fumble. More obscure. Uh, I was going more with the white half of Mario Lopez than the. But uh, (laughs) just kidding. Would he he be like Tony Romo if he's uh, Latino and has dimples? (laughs) Yeah, basically. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Romo, by the way. With the Eric Dickerson haircut. Dude. Lopez has got like maybe all time great hair. Ever, though. Ah, uh, no, you're – because we still have to take account for the fact that he – when he was A.C. Slater, his hair was shit. No, his hair was so good. Are you kidding me? No, uh, no, no. Two yeah. for two on this. <laughs> I was Team Zach. Just, first of all, I mean, I already explained it. Like, I identified with him immediately. Uh, first of all, he always won up Slater and, and everything. They – the two the, – first he of did. all, they got in a fu- – he got – they got in a fight – Right, you know, Slater pushed him. Zach threw a punch. Then Slater took him down to the ground, punched him, and then Zach was able to stand them both back up. And then Mr. Belding came and broke it up. Uh, Zach held his own against a state championship wrestler. Then we know that wouldn't have really happened. Well, no. In the course of the show, don't be sitting there uh, and and, re- and what what, no, what else wasn't really happy is nobody right, would let their Chris, son have a uh, Jerry right, right here. Yeah. Nah. Huh? What I don't understand is picked his ass up and slammed him. Uh, none of that would have happened. What it. really would have happened is Zach would have just called a timeout, yeah. beat his ass, and then <laughs> yeah. untimed it. There, so there was another Zach episode Zach would have just where... called the police and said, this guy is fucking... <laughs> so um, there's another episode that's going to make... Uh, another part that's going to make it in the time passes by um, where Zach is really creepy with some of the women, and um, Slater, he gets some pictures of Jesse, and then Slater wants to punch him. So he throws a punch, but Zach goes timeout, and then Zach scoots out the way, and Mr. Belding ends up getting punched. Mm. And he ends up with a black eye, but somehow Slater doesn't get suspended. Um, Zach was two steps ahead of him. He also ruined him uh, later on in another episode where he, took, where he got everyone to vote against Slater to say that he was an asshole. And all. <laughs> Zach was just so fucking far ahead of this guy. And then the girl that they were originally competing over, Kelly Kapowski, the most popular girl, in the school, Not and a cheerleader who looked just girl. like Jessica. The, well, okay, second hottest after Zach uh, got every Lisa. single girl on the show. You're right, yeah. Slater had to settle. With his dick or making out? Slater didn't get any. You know Jesse, <laughs> yeah. you know Jesse didn't like have sex at all. Yeah, she, she was, did. No. All, all she got was called Mama. That's yeah. not... <laughs> 
That's nothing. To, nothing she got yeah, that ass slapped by AC, a hundred percent. Let me here. Let me put it you're this con- way: Zach's- you're confusing showgirls, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying you know that happened. <laughs> Look, Zach got his girl to follow him to college, and then Jesse decided she'd commit suicide instead of going uh, <laughs> to the same school with Slater. Then Slater, Slater right, loses his wrestling scholarship and has to follow Zach to college. Zach didn't follow Slater anywhere. Zach also helped Jesse psychologically earlier. How much did he actually help her? He, he got her to last like four episodes and then she died. <laughs> oh my. Um, so let's talk about Jesse really quickly since Scott seems to think that she's the greatest thing on the planet. And mm. this goes down with his history of liking the interesting, the very intriguing person on the show. Tall so ones. she is a self proclaimed feminist. Yeah. Um, she, used, she introduced me to terms I never knew of, like male chauvinist, pretty early on, and would call Slater Pig. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts on Jesse's whole shtick, I'll say? And, and, and let me not demean feminism as a shtick, but just Jesse's manner of doing it. Um, for it, against it, uh, was it over the top? What? I just thought it was kind of annoying for the type of show that it was. <laughs> 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 I'm like, there's absolutely nothing redeemable about this show, and then you're going to have, like, the one person try and teach me something? It's preachy. Yeah. There's nothing redeemable, and it's preachy. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I mean, it could have been a, a way for them to try to balance some of the other uh, characters on the show, because we know Screech was definitely preying on Lisa, and we know that Zach also uh, was very questionable in some of his actions, and... He's more than questionable. I was going to say that's very generous, just like, saying he's Jesse, questionable. Jesse ep- was the episode best. two is questionable. Uh, the rest of the series is sort of eh. Yeah. Jesse's the best character in the whole show. And How? Why? Uh, because she has the most potential out of all of them. She's smart what? as hell. Talk your shit, Bauer. Talk your shit. She's smart as hell. She's, like, accomplished. Is smarter than her? What's that? Isn't She's Screech accomplished. Smart? She's no, a teenager at Bayside they, High. How uh, accomplished was hold she? Hold on, hold on. Screech was humble enough to change his GPA to allow her to be the uh, Valley Victorian or whatever. So the answer to my question is yes, he's smarter than her then. Not smarter than her. She just had that whole trip with caffeine pills, which she didn't have to have. What yeah. about when Zach totally uh, – screwed her over and was able to become class president yeah. she couldn't do it and then she she becomes a complete zach sellout and then feels bad so she's hillary clinton I'm not saying she's, well yeah maybe i'm not saying she's perfect i'm saying she has the most you just potential said she's the best character i the did show. say she's the best character because she has the most potential and she ended up on the pole at cheetahs in vegas we all know what happened um, I mean, that hey, happened. Hold, but, hold this L, bro. But Just why is that a bad L. thing? I, Women gonna I'm not, be I'm making their it, money, dude. Like, well, <laughs> that is true. That is that is one way yeah, of looking at potential. I, I, feel, I feel like she's six on the show, to be honest. Um, dude, like, it, you guys are missing the, she's the amazing than potential yeah, of right. Jesse Smith. She is better than Tori as well. Which Tori she replaced are. her. We'll get into it later. Sorry. So Tori, who is essentially Jake from uh, California Dreams, but with curly <laughs> hair and a woman. Um, okay, look. Uh, so the other thing is we mentioned Screech, and we uh, 
Okay, so I'm gonna we're not gonna talk about him because it's just tragic in every manner. But Lisa, I feel like she was so underutilized. So um, the way this actress, uh, originally this role Lark was supposed Voorhees. to be uh, Lark Voorhees. So originally this was supposed to be cast by this was supposed to be the character was supposed to be a Jewish princess. Yep. And they saw Lark Voorhees came in. They go, okay, rewrite the character. Let's and let's make her this black girl who's rich. Um, this she was the worst role model. I I don't care what anyone says. Worst role model for any girl to follow or any person to follow. Like she was self centered, yeah. um, snobby, yeah, um, stuck up, yeah, self centered, yeah. snobby, yeah. This uh, I'm not gonna lie. This was my favorite girl, legit. Yes, exactly. I was just <laughs> gonna say that she was like the best character in the whole girl. show. Like, why you just got done saying that Jesse, what the Jesse was, Jesse had the most potential. You guys are not, no, you started that out. No, we did. Everybody heard it, and it's also recorded. We heard you say she's the best character on the show. It's gonna be edited out, and I said that she has the most (laughs) potential. Okay, let me finish about Lisa. Um, not Trump, bro. You can't keep doubling down (laughs) on your statements. (laughs) So, um. For me, like first of all, I I found it more logical. Like when Lisa gets when Lisa gets together with Zach, that made more sense than Zach, who is, I mean, let's be honest, he's selfish, to like completely. Um, Lisa's a perfect match for him. They both yeah. come from wealthy families. They both have families that moved here from Indiana. Um, I think I'm going to assume that since her dad was a doctor and her mom seemed like she was wealthy too, like Michelle Obama type wealthy. Um, right. that she was a little bit like her family had more money than Zach since Zach's mom didn't work. And it's, it seems like her dad sold, uh, beep, uh, sorry, cell phones. And he gave one to Zach for free. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm going to assume that she had more money and like, they were both just like, do we have to address only care- Obama phones because of saved by the bell? No, we don't. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I like to, for me or whatever, I really wish she would have had more storylines. Like the only one I recall is like they had that black nerd that eventually became Larry Elder or Don Lemon. Um, where <laughs> he was supposed to be intelligent. And then they were trying to make it like, Oh, she's just dumb. and can't keep up with him. And then the other storylines were essentially, Hey, uh, what ways can she tag along with? Uh, what do you call it? What ways can she tag along with Kelly? Or can we talk about her spending habits? All right. So she was basically Hillary from the Fresh Prince. Fresh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like more, more intelligent Hillary from the Fresh Prince. That's hot, Hillary from the Fresh Prince. No, no, she was hotter. Stop Have you it. Seen Mark I've seen her now. Yeah, I, like she sad. was. That's why I said was hotter. Very yeah. God, that that just it hurts to see that. You yeah. gotta go look, look, look. 15 years in advance projection about any woman ever or any man if you're into that, and just. All right, so uh, I don't know what that means. It sounded <laughs> to me like you're looking at newborns to pick up 15 minutes. Oh wow. Um, okay, so the uh, all right. So wait, wait. All right. What? Okay, what were y'all thoughts on Lisa Turtle? Uh, like I, I love her Lisa name Turtle. Is just lazy. Okay. Did you have a crush on her? Of course, I had a crush on Lisa. Lisa Turtle started the uh, Scott Bauer race. Relations Initiative. <laughs> Ambassador for Race Relations. Okay. Uh, Mike, what were your thoughts on her? Um, I liked her character. Yeah, she was kind of like stuck up. She had an attitude. But, I mean, when you got that kind of money behind you and that kind of upbringing, like, I feel like that was very common, not just for her, but like you could kind of say the same thing about Zach. Like, it adds to the dynamic of who they are in the show it's like they're these privileged kids 
from a wealthier side of town, from wealthy families who are going to a school that's a little more, like, upscale, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think even, like, how you mentioned, like, before, like, we went to school in Southern California, living near the coast, like, we had that sort of dynamic as well. So, like, I kind of felt like I could relate. Like, she reminded me of people that I went to school with and that I knew. So, mm-hmm. it didn't really bother me as much because I just kind of felt like, oh, well, she's just a common, wealthy Southern California girl. Yeah. Chris Hill, now, uh, people assume that you're li- that you grew up just like Lisa Turtle for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> what were your opinions on her? Uh, I always liked uh, I always liked her. Uh, the thing that I liked, uh, though, was you that... You called uh, her the C word four minutes ago. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> <laughs> We've never used that word on our show ever to anybody that's I'm listening. I'm kidding. He didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. To, uh, I, uh, Besides, besides Bauer's uh, drunken C-word rant as in about charming? the, yeah, exactly. I, no, I, I like that it was a, it was a, they, they changed the actress, but they didn't change the character, which, mm. that shows to me like, it, it, even back then, that you don't have to, like the, the actor isn't defined, like by the actual, the character and the person playing them. They don't have to be what we think they need to be. She wasn't what you normally saw on on TV. And mm-hmm. she was hot. So who didn't like that? She was hot. I yeah. agree with Hill on that one. I think it speaks a lot to like how they rewrote the character for her. Because initially her being portrayed as a Caucasian young woman and then her as an actress coming in and then, then rewriting the role for her. like That says a lot about both her as an actress and then her ability to then transition the character to fit the show. Mike, that was the most generous thing I've heard in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Her ability as an actress. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I've never heard that and anything Saved by the Bell related, so I I super appreciate that. Um, Okay, let's get into, let's take a look at some of these uh, top, the topics we have just for the fact that, wait, 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 before we actually get into that though, really quickly. Um, Okay, so Screech preying on Lisa. Uh, we can't talk about that, and that's like, a, and it's an elephant in the room. Um, look. Okay. Look, you can't go and take Dustin Diamond's real life creepy activity and push that onto onto Samuel Screech powers. He, he Have was. Have you a, ever hit in a girl's a pl- locker? No, but uh, you know. Uh, the dude is one- fifteen. Let's stop with the Me Too movement at, like, 20. Maybe, maybe like, 19. Problematic statement. I'm just when, saying, I don't, like, the guy doesn't know the, what he's when doing. When the king man. of cancel culture, Scott Bauer, is, is telling you to give Screech a, a little bit of a, a pass. Okay. So you two I mean, don't have any issue with uh, Screech's actions. I do, well, but he I think was he, 15. He's a puppet of Zach. Yes. You have to realize well, that. He, he was decided a pawn to do this in Zach's schemes. <laughs> But no, Zach wasn't asking him to spy on Lisa. He was asking him to help him change grades or – I don't – some of the – like – Dude, this kid stuff was that a Zach nerd who, like, liked one girl in his whole life. And he gave her all the attention that he could in the way that he, and then knew he got how. And he got and rejected 100,000 times. That's like, probably yeah. the part – she was pretty blatant that she wasn't interested yeah. at all. Yeah. But then also, don't forget, he got to watch Zach make out with her. 
Yeah. Like his best friend who just totally like makes him do all the shitty dirty work whenever there's whenever there's something yeah. that could could not give Zach plausible deniability, send in old Screech to do it and then uh, threaten bodily harm if he speaks and then he lets it slip exactly. anyway. <laughs> Listen, he was fifteen. Would they would they have really hung yeah. out with Screech in real life? Yeah, because you got a mill house forever. Like, that's fucking amazing. It's like a silencer yeah. on a gun. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Screech was kind of ineffective at helping Zack with his plots also. Screech was the downfall of every failed Zack plot. Yeah. For someone who was supposed to be, like, the valedictorian and super intelligent, like, he would mix shit up and had, like would not understand context and stuff like that. Couldn't read a room um, and then would mess up the plots because he wasn't good on his feet. Because when you realize what your choices are, make other people do things. That's how you, that's how you learn like very early on. You know what I mean? Okay. Is that weird? Not at all. No, for sure. No, come on. When you're 12 and you're like, Hey, you just got done saying he was only 15. I'm saying even earlier than that. Okay. So you're a young 12-year-old. Correct. And you're a nerd. We're, you're not even a nerd yet because you don't know okay. what you are. You're, and you're uh, and yeah, someone's Scott's like, grades weren't that good, so he wasn't a nerd. I wasn't. Yeah, he was just a dork. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, his grades were shit. He's <laughs> just socially awkward and shit grades. No one wanted. I had a fro and I was like fucking five feet tall. Like they were like, yeah, "What you, are you?" Your grades were bad. <laughs> you didn't have a robot named Kevin. You were just there. Yeah. No, but for real, like, uh, when people are like, "Hey, do this thing," and then you're like, "Yeah, do it. It's cool," or you're like, "No, I won't." You don't know what that means when you're twelve, like. These kids, this is what I'm talking about. This this whole this whole series of things. What I like about it is that they're learning things. What I don't like about it is that they were insensitive. But it's fine. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I yeah. I, Screech was my least favorite character, like across the board. I just thought he was worthless in the show. Would have been I agree with him. you. He was fucking worthless. <laughs> yeah, just awful. Uh, Mike, do you have any thoughts on the creepiness or anything Screech related? Um, I mean, I don't agree with Bauer. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) But that wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, Scott, you should be. It's like the fourth time ever, I think. Like when you told your prom date, hey, we should go to, I think we'd be great going to prom together. And she said, I don't agree with you. Who Mike's taking a picture? I mean, I will will say this, like, (laughs) obviously in that time frame, I don't think that some of his antics were as frowned upon as they are now. Yeah. I, when I was growing up, if a girl said no, you just stopped. Right. And for me, it was the same thing. But I, I think a lot of it also adds to just um, the written character within itself, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I compare it to also some of the other sitcoms that also had like these nerdy kids that were pursuing so Urkel. women. Urkel, exactly. You knew where I was going with it. Yeah. Um, and so I think it just kind of adds to like the comedy that they're trying to instill in their writing. And mm-hmm. maybe at the time it was, I don't want to say more accepted, but I guess just f- something that was widely used to laugh at. Whereas now it's like, mm, this is uh, creepy. Yeah. This is creepy behavior. And like, we shouldn't, yeah. um, we shouldn't basically advocate for people to behave this way. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so let's go ahead and get to our topics here. So we'll start out with first team all pro casting. I want to put down uh, Mark Paul Gosler or Zach Morris. Uh, I think just from first of all, when they cast him, they looked at him and they said, "You don't need to audition. You're our Zach, no matter yeah. what." Um, then just from the get go, whether it's bringing charisma or I don't know why the show kept trying to do this. They shouldn't have trying to get into some of the more emotional things. All of them sucked. I'm not going to lie. All of them sucked. <laughs> but I think that he was the most effective. And then if you just look at their careers, number one, for me, he's synonymous. He's always going to be Zach Morris. It's just iconic. And then just him as an actor and some of the things he's been able to follow up on, it's the ability to do comedy and drama and television or so. Uh, I think he's hit the nail on the head and, like, they got this right. This was just lightning in a bottle. You're right. I think I think that's a great call. Um, I actually think Elizabeth Berkeley as Jesse Spano. Okay, so wasn't right. No, in a uh-huh. different way. Okay. Because her character in this show is the complete opposite of her character in Hollywood after. Okay. So, like, to me, that just shows... Uh, I don't know. Maybe she she just has dynamic, and she's so fucking sexy in in all the. Did you see anyone else in the role as Jesse Spinner? No, never. Would Would Jennifer Anderson have been a good Jesse Spinner? Got to be six feet tall to do that shit. Would Brooke Shields have been a good? You just said they have to be six feet tall. She's well. She's what five eleven? I think is Brooke Shields. I think she's six feet. Is she? Pretty sure she's. All right, she would do maybe. Okay. What about Natasha Henstridge? Yeah, hell yeah. So she would be a good Jesse Spanos? Yeah. I mean, okay, my point is... Been, my uh, point Elizabeth Berkeley, a second team all broadcast. My point <laughs> is, my point is, she played yeah. a vulnerable character. She played a... Uh, annoying? She was maybe annoying, but she played that character well. That's my point. Okay. Uh, so, well, all right, Mike. Man, you already know what I'm going to say, bro. Mario Lopez. Mario! <laughs> okay, what, why, why is this? Um, a couple of reasons, and I could be the only one that feels this way, but obviously, like, growing up and, like, watching these types of shows, like, you don't, as a, as a young Hispanic male, like, you don't see very many people that you can identify with. And obviously, like, Mario Lopez being one of the first to really break that barrier to be in a show, be a, a, a regular on a show, and play a leading character. Like, that was something that we weren't necessarily used to seeing. And, um, like I said, like, I, I liked his character because, you know, granted, he didn't identify that way on the show. Um, I just liked his persona. Like, the cocky, confident jock who's good at sports. It was awesome. Tries to compete. You know, like, it, it obviously... I, as much as I hate to admit it, like, you're right, like, Zach was, like, the man on the show, mm-hmm. but him also just kind of playing, like, second fiddle to him, and, and not even being, like, his sidekick, but being able to, like, withhold his Oh, own, dude, I don't um, think he was a sidekick at all. No, no, he, he was, was, yeah, no, he definitely was a sidekick, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, like, he held his own to develop his own character, his own persona, and really hang in there um, yeah. throughout the show and just kind of, like, display uh his machismo in a way yeah dude like i want to look like mario lopez you know what i mean like that guy looks fucking awesome yeah he was like a young razor ramon 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so somewhere half the grease, half the grease, maybe. <laughs> somewhere, Scott Hall, Mr. Turner from Boy Meets World, and Mario Lopez uh, met and said, "Hey." What do you think is an appropriate hairstyle if we want to be popular on our show? And then they say, <laughs> Let's go with this sort of dark fucking black mullet. And then, you know. They uh, have that soul glow. Yeah. yeah. Watch that right, soul right. glow. Like, add in, add, in the dad, add in the dad from Bobby's World, and it's just like a fucking quartet oh, of. Man. Hey, what the fuck can we. Yeah. Uh, As no, the white I, guy, I, I, was I, I the only one who sang Soul Glow right then? You guys didn't even yeah, enjoy yeah. it. and I <laughs> knew you were going to sing that shit. Yeah, <laughs> we, just, we were hoping that we had moved past it. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, No, look, I, like, shout out. Like, look, iconic. Um, Come on. With Mario Lope, I, I don't think that you – it's hard for me to imagine anyone else could have been A.C. Slater and – uh, I think sort of Mario Lopez, what he brought to that intensity. And, like, you know, I put this on Instagram in a poll the other day, and Slater won uh, over who would you hang out with. Um, yeah. I think that – okay. No, um, I'm, so... I'm so down with that. It's so funny. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. You want to hear the results? Yeah. Oh, so Slater – all right. Slater won, I think, 68% to 32%. Um and though, like, look, Slater was definitely the second fiddle, but I got, like, so many people um, in the DMs or whatever just talking about, look, no, Chris, you fucking, you need to stop ragging on uh, Slater and blah, blah, blah. And I think that if you look at it, like, in today's world, um, Slater would have been the more popular of the two people in high school just across Good the board. Like, he's, he's captain of the football team. He's a better-looking dude than Zach. Uh, just straight up, like they're both one, very yeah. good fucking looking. Yeah, I, oh yeah. Slater's like, look, uh, listen. Um, I this is probably one of the only times I haven't rooted for the person with dimples. Obviously, they both um, got but kind of dimples. So. Slater has dimples. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like way better no, it, dimples. Like he, hundred no, times. He, he I, I don't know that dimples were synonymous before him. I think Slater's and, better looking too. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You've been on Slater this whole time. Yeah. Yeah, bro. You're on his nuts. I am. He's (laughs) great. Yeah. He's adorable. Uh, How can you not? (laughs) Yeah. He would have. And, like, if you listen to how they talked about when they cast him, they go, this guy comes in just tanned and ripped, and then they got the dimples. We're like, we got to cast him. And I think he's got the most play of anybody outside the show, too. Um, Well, his character was also written for a Caucasian. uh, He was? Okay. Oh, interesting. Changing. Yeah, well, yeah, it makes so, sense since his last name was Slater. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. They ended up writing it around him to fit him in because of how much they liked his audition. Yeah. Um, it and makes look, sense. like, Mar- Mario Lopez is, you know, uh, for all intents and purposes, he's the biggest talent of all of them. Yeah. Like, uh, Mark Paul Gossler is the best actor of them, and I think that that's unquestionable. But just in terms of uh, the multitude of things, like, uh, Mario Lopez, number one, he actually was, and he's from our neck of the woods, Mike, obviously. Yeah, he's from um, San Diego. Yeah. He was actually a wrestler, and, like, he was the one cat back in the day. It's like, all right, these kids are fucking weak, and their show is soft. Nobody wanted to fuck with them or whatever because he could kick your ass, you know, and I think there's been reports of him doing that. Um, so he was, like, a legitimate wrestler. Um, he can actually dance. Um, also, the guy can, the guy knows how to host, whatever. And then he was also, I believe, he was the commentator Underrated for Pacquiao. 
Pacquiao versus Cotto? He was uh, yeah. on the color commentary for that? Yeah, so he, he participates um, a lot in, like, the boxing world. Um, I know he's buddies with Oscar De La Hoya, and so, like, obviously, in, uh, a lot of the Golden Boy promotions, he'll, uh, he'll be present out there just doing interviews and, like, shooting photos with people and everything. Imagine um, when those two are at the club. You going home? Yeah, whoever's with them's going home solo. Uh, like, <laughs> they got like a fucking line outside the door, like fucking Space Mountain. You're like, That's please insane. be an odd number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, just like you can't. Yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't get residual leftovers yeah. when, when those. Guys oh no, are you want the like, leftovers of that shit? It's like, dude, no, no, no. There's no leftovers. Good. Those. Yeah, no, the girls like, no. Yeah, hell no. You're not these two. Just. Yeah. <laughs> Going, piggybacking off like what you said, Chris, like I think the show did a good job of like utilizing Mario Lopez's talents from outside the show and integrating it to the show. Like mm-hmm. him being a wrestler in real life and being a good wrestler, like that got portrayed in yeah. his character, and him being a dancer, like they kind of added little snippets of that on the show as well. So, if anything, like I think it was very uh, telling of his talents, you know, as an individual. And I, I, I shout out the writers for adding it to it because for them to see, you know, that this kid was able to do other things um, and not just act and not just be like a, a good looking face on camera and, and add it to his character. Like that speaks volumes as well. OK. Yeah. Um, all right. Next next topic. Hey, was that I went with Leah Remini as the Stacy Carosi at the Malibu Sands Beach Club. Yeah. First of all, this place is. So hot. First of all, that place is way more popping than the Beverly Hills it was. Uh, 90210 Beach Club that they worked at. Um, and then Stacy Carosi. I mean, look, fucking, uh, like, this is when, like, Italian was just, like, fucking in like a motherfucker, right? When's uh, it not uh, in? Shows. Huh? When's it not in? Oh, well, I know, but this is, like, when it's, like, all right, they're not just, like, the Godfather or whatever, right? It's, like, all right, they're, you know, uh, completely. She came in. I thought that she, she was just fucking. She had a bad girl, though. Like, she had, like, you know, she had some swag. She had some spice her. to her. She was from yeah. New York. Yeah. yeah. She was from New York. What'd you expect? <laughs> you know? That was not her dad, also. right? No, it wasn't. <laughs> um, Wait, he we referenced him before. Um, In another show, he was in something. Um. I don't. I think he might have been in Sex in the City or uh, Leo Carosi. Yeah, that guy, that guy was a piece of shit. He was a piece of shit, by the way. Fucking <laughs> awful. Um, also, I went with Denise Richards as well. In the same um, summer episodes that they worked at the Beach Club, she was rescued by AC Slater, and she faked drowning to get him. Um, and since she went yes. to El Camino High School, where I graduated from, uh, she got a shout out. And this is one of her er- early roles. Yeah, shout out to Denise Richard. Fine as a motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, yeah, and even <laughs> I'm yeah. saying like in that episode, bro, yeah. she was a uh, she's a fan point. Yeah, shout Slater to had Sl- to. Yeah. I know Slater dated that. Like, let's be honest. All right, funny, um, bro. Slater. Yeah, yeah. Mario Lopez. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who did you guys? Oh Lord. Okay. Uh, I already see one of them. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Who, Scott or anyway. Mike? Scott. No, who, okay. I already know which one is yours, but go. All right, fine. Go ahead. Okay. So I had a couple. Since you added from the beach episodes, I added Carla Gugino. Gugino. Uh, most of you don't know this. She was in the um, Miss Bliss episodes. Oh. Oh, Correct. wow. Okay. adorable but she was the one who show they went to a summer camp 
Zach Morris when he went to summer camp with uh, Mike, who got replaced by AC Slater later on. Not really. It wasn't the same character. But <laughs> same hair. Exactly. But more importantly, she was also an American gangster. No, like six episodes in a row. <laughs> it's the greatest movie of all time. Don't people <laughs> know her for playing The Rock's wife? Like, it... Across oh, yeah, 110th Street. Okay, so. She did play The Rock's wife, you're right. She did play yeah, The Rock's like, wife. A lot of movies. Yeah. Like, what, she was in Driver, Escape the Rich Witch Mountain, and then. Uh, was she in the fucking Skyscraper movie? Nah, you might be right. Anyway, okay. like, I, I know I want to say she's been in at least three movies with him. Oh no, what's the, the, her, not the, the, the not earthquake the one? Here. No, uh, fucking um, San Andreas. Yeah, San, San Andreas. Andreas. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the rocks pre- love interest in every correct. movie. Correct. And then the second one is uh, Casey Kasem. Hold on, I'm gonna do my Casey well, Kasem. Didn't people already know who that was? Casey Kasem. Uh, That's this song comes impression. down from Lisa and Screech down at the Max when they did the dance called The Sprain. Yeah, and uh, remember Lisa, like, how did she break her leg? It was like on Zach's fucking. So, some shit Zach did. Zach Morris is trash. Exactly. She, like, sprained her ankle, screeched did a dance with her at the max. It was Casey Kasem's first episode in the uh, series, and Screech yeah, and Lisa won. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, her original partner decided that since she was injured, Correct. everybody would have yes. not continued to go with her. Um, yeah, and people were making it seem like he was an asshole somehow. I mean, he was. Of course. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so Casey Kasem, who everybody knew who that was, Casey Kasem. <laughs> All right, that one's better than the other one you did. Yeah, well, Casey Kasem. Yeah, he did play Scooby. Whoa, good call. Okay. Shaggy, Shaggy, um, go on, Shaggy. Yeah. Uh, okay, cuts. Mike. Ooh. Um. So I identified Christine Taylor. Fine as a motherfucker. So fine. In one of the episodes, mm-hmm. she played mm. Heather, who was the girl that got, that was basically very impressed by Zach's 1,502 SAT score. That's um, not that good. <laughs> I mean, it I mean, is, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. But, um, yeah, I mean, before we yeah, saw her... What was your SAT score? Like a six yeah, but what the fuck did you score on there? Way higher than that. No, you like Slater. You got a fucking 600 like he did, yo. Yeah, yeah. Ace? Okay. S-A-Z? Yes. 13s, bros. Um, That's worse than... What do you... Th- what? That's worse than what Zach got. What did Zach get? 1502. Oh, 1502 is really good. What'd you think Mike said? I thought he said 1202. I said 1502, bro. Oh, okay. 15's good. But, um, listen, he's a Bernie fan. You know I got 1390, bro. <laughs> That's... That's high. For an age. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So anyway. Um, uh, wait, so she... who, who else takes the SAT except an 18-year-old? I'm just <laughs> No, lots of people take it younger. You don't know about the white kids who take this shit at 12? 
That's why they score so no. high. Okay. I didn't know. All right. Um, Nevertheless, his comparison was to the exception and not the rule, but all right. So she's impressed by his score, and she, like, starts hanging out with him, and then he basically asks, he, like, tries to pursue her. Surprise, surprise. And um, invites her over to, like, a study date, and then she shows up with her boyfriend, and then plot twist, it's not, um, it's not who we think it is. Yeah. It's not Ben Stiller. <laughs> or Vince Vaughn for real life. Or, sorry. Um, no, Ben wait. Stiller was a real life. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Or Vince Vaughn from Dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, one. All right, so Stone Cold Appearance. I went with Gilbert Gottfried in the Saved by the Bell wedding episode. I am Vince married. I am married. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, also, I, I, I look. I'm a mark for Gilbert Gottfried. I think he just takes over any scene like he did in Beverly Hills Cop Two. Ever since call. then, it's just like this guy just fucking wrecks it. Like he just comes in, high pitched voice, awkwardness, fucking sleazy as a motherfucker. So sleazy. Oh, I can use for guys like you. Ah, you, they run the dimple. Ah, it's just nice. Dude, right? He did so <laughs> many movies and shows like in the early '90s too. Fuck, like, shit he did. Then. Yeah. Yeah, fucking scrunched up face and shit. Just perfect. Yeah. How do you get oh, so much work? Look, his voice and, like, his face. Yeah, his voice uh, is, like, undeniable. True. Yeah, I mean, they had him in wow. movies like How to Be a Player. Yeah, like, come yeah on, but like, his voice isn't that good. Like, like, Morgan Freeman's voice is way better. Okay, <laughs> but they're different types. <laughs> okay. like, right. Yeah. And then didn't, I mean, he also did a voiceover for, like, The Fairly Odd Parents. He did that. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. What were you doing watching the Fairly Odd Parents? I love the Fairly Odd Parents. What, what, what yeah, were the little like twins? No, the the twins, Binky and Twinkie, or whatever their names were. <laughs> Cosmo and Yeah, Wonder? there you go. No, Cosmo okay. and Wonder were the parents. See? The twins were like the, the oh. fairy babies that they had. Oh, wow. Yeah. Scott was watching it even after I was on, like too old to be watching it. Uh, okay, so uh, I also put with the... I don't know if this counts for t- t- technically for Stone Cold appearance or so, but I went ahead and went with our main man. Uh, he appeared in a few episodes. That's uh, Mr. Tuttle, p- played by John Angelus. If you guys don't remember him, he's a short, squat-looking guy that always was in a war with Mr. Belding, and uh, well, Mr. Belding was uptight. Wasn't he, All he the was students, like a teacher, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just love like when they had the teacher strike episode. And Zach's trying to get it to continue, and he keeps telling, like, instigating and talking shit. Mr. Tuttle has, like, the most fucking swag walk or whatever, where he's, like, moving his fucking little legs so quickly, and you just see his body rattling ah, or whatever, and he, like, bursts into the fucking... Every Such time I fucking cut. see this or whatever, dude. Yeah. All right. Uh, every time I see that, I just fucking uh, crawl over. It's just fucking great, all right? And then it's just hit, just the shit he would talk with Mr. Belding, and Mr. Belding would try to flex his authority, and it never worked. Um, he fucking killed every fucking scene he was in. You're right. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Dope. Uh, okay. I, uh, what do you guys? I got? went with Tori Spelling. Ooh, as what was her name? Val- Valerie or Ginger? Valerie or, uh, something. She, yeah, yeah. Vicky. I don't think Vicky. It's Val- Vicky. Okay. Yeah, it All was right. Vicky. Wait, isn't that from the damn uh, Fairly Odd Parents too? Maybe, but it didn't matter. Oh, yeah. that. Icky Vicky. Yeah, but no. Yeah. I mean, maybe they got it from this movie. She got it from that. If I'm saying her name is Vicky. Uh, she was she was Screech's like only successful, Girlfriend. like Violet. Violet, Violet that's Vicky what Spell. it fucking was. Yeah, you guys are right. I was yeah. right. 
Uh, Violet, she was in the Glee Club, and uh, yeah, I got her in three episodes. Right, and again, party, he, Glee Club, and he was very uh, he he was very much a uh, predator. Like she was like, I just gotta have a relationship, and he was like, burn it, burn it, burn it, like just sunk his teeth <laughs> in. But it was the only like. Uh, like successful relationship he had the the entire time, and the Glee Club episode is what I loved, cause he like joined Glee Glee Club for her, and he's got that voice. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> really fucking funny. I, but she carried all those episodes with him in it. Like he was terrible, and she was great. That's why I thought it was. Did, were there, didn't all of her ep, uh, didn't all of her episodes also include that guy Maxwell Nerdling or whatever? Yes, yes, yes. That was the Who, competition. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I met that guy at the Save by the Max when they had the pop up or whatever. He actually looks pretty solid now. Um, but yeah, what a fucking yeah. Just. I mean, Tori yeah. Spelling looks amazing right now. Never have no never. No, gone. she looked good for like three years. She's like trashy. Okay. Uh, okay, trashy so best episode. No, Mike, okay. who's but Stone definition trashy is bad. Oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, I basically agree to Wiggins. Um, I thought Gilbert Gottfried was uh, solid in his appearance. Have some work for you, two good-looking guys, especially <laughs> this one with the dimples. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, best episode. I went ahead and went with Mystery Weekend. Woo! I tell All you, right. this episode. Where it's the one where they um, they get a voucher to go like for a clue light game, and then they think that the game is real, and then they have to solve a mystery at the end. Um, I fucking love this. Is uh, like if no other if that was just a one time episode and there was nothing else, say by the bell related, I'd watch it all the time. Like legit, if I got up at on if I like let's say it's Saturday fifteen yada yada, supposed to go to work, you know. Um, that if that comes on, I'm late to work. Like, I love this this episode. It's just like, I, I'm, fucking, I'm a huge mark for Clue, uh, and I'm a huge uh, mark for any type of murder mysteries or uh, escape rooms, as you all know. This episode just fucking encompasses all of that. It's like random Scooby-Doo-like fucking secret passages and everything, and it's Zach fucking using his guile and having his sidekicks, Slater, and uh, Screech help him out and solving this. Just legit. Yeah, bro, talk about it. You huh? really are hyped. I said, talk about it. You really, you really are hyped on this. Well, I just did talk about it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's oh, okay. a reference. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. What do you guys got? Mikey, go ahead. Um, I'm going to have to go with season four, episode that episode's one. Not, that's not as good as No Damn Mer- Mystery Weekend. The fights. Uh, this is the episode where, uh, well, it was already previously mentioned by Wiggins and Zach put them hands on my boy. He said, look, I got he you. Sucker, he sucker punched my boy Slater. No, he looked directly at him and punched him after he got shot. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, there ain't no he damn like paused, sucker punch. He like what are you supposed to ask him? Shit. Can I punch you? Yeah, he like paused the time and like straight up sucker punched my boy. No, he didn't. Like, that was in real time. He's looking directly at him after uh, Slater shoved him for no reason. That was a fight. Uh, yeah, because. That was a fight. Yeah. They're arguing over a girl that they're both pursuing. That something Zach that um, rightfully charmed. Something that uh, Scott Bauer was uh, very used to doing during his teen years. I'd sweep kick. My, that was my move. 
while the other person telegraphed I was so short jump. until I was like 20. It was really weird. I didn't grow at all. I was like 5'6". <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's not short. Sorry, Mike. That's it. I'm oh. not 5'6". <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, listen. That episode was good because... <laughs> we can really get a kick out of that. Um... Well, first of all, I'm not 5'6", so... That was a good one, Scott. And this episode was good because this is the first time that we actually see, like, a physical confrontation between Zack and Slater. Like, I feel like they spent so many years as frenemies. Like, they're supposed to be best friends, but, like, they're constantly, like, kind of rivaling each other with, like, you know, the girls that they're trying to date. Like, for example, like, Zack kind of, like, had uh, a little beginning stage relationship romantic pursuit with jesse and oh, then Jesse's the swipe her from you know slater and like you know they're both obviously they both obviously had a pass like they both try to go for kelly so it's like we constantly see like this battle between frenemies like they're best friends but they're rivals and it finally comes down to the point where like that relationship really just takes a shit and they come to blows and obviously yeah. they're able to bounce back from it like any young teenage man has probably done yeah, life. like Wiggins you have probably come to blows with a person that probably ended up becoming like a really good friend of yours exactly. right now. Scott what do you got for best episode best episode I have it's actually called drunk driving oh blatant yeah I know it's blatant <laughs> uh, it's the one where Zach learns um, it's the one where Black Zach told everybody that he needed to be accountable, and he drunk and drove. And it's actually, we'll get into this later, uh, Jesse and uh, whatever went around. Lisa won the homecoming queen. Tori was around, and he drove drunk home. Mm-hmm. And he uh, hurt his father's car. Did oh, we yeah. ever meet his father, by the way? Like, on I don't think we multi- did. Yeah, on multiple occasions. Like, Derek on the Morris. screen. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, he was in the stand. Uh, so he was in the episode where they needed to fake. Um, he needed to have that weird fake ass version of the Max guy, um, who was like an actor. He had him impersonate his dad to right. what do you call it in order to meet with uh, Principal Belding. Um, then there was another episode I feel, well, actually his dad actually even appeared on, um, good morning, Miss bliss. I think they were supposed to date and somehow he didn't have, well, a that show doesn't count. I need that okay. one. We are. Right. So he was there. Then he was in the, he was into this like two more times and they get into, uh, then like they had the episode where they got the argument about around how the dad's always on the, uh, cell phone. And I want to say, yes, at least... well, that was the whole thing about the, uh, DUI episode was like Zach, fooled him or whatever for like 90% of the show by being just on the phone with him and being like, everything's great. Oh. And then he goes, oh, Slater, can you take this to the to the shop or whatever? And remember, they tried to, he tried to like get the car fixed by uh, the class, like auto shop or whatever. Uh... Yes. Yeah, it was great. It was a great episode. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So uh, And then I think his dad also appeared at the uh, wedding. And I might be remembering his dad in, what do you call it, 
in maybe a few more episodes than he probably was in or so. But yeah, I just remember him being more prominent than. Yeah, I feel like fuck. We don't meet anyone Wait, else's parents. Wait, remember the. Uh... So we were going to get into uh, clips later on or whatever. Lisa Turtle was oh, we in the in the DUI episode. Lisa yeah. Turtle was the uh, homecoming queen. Yeah. Isn't that was like a very important. What's that? Doesn't she like hit her head and get a concussion or something? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. So we meet Zach's, we meet Zach's, both of Zach's parents and both of Lisa's parents. And then Slater's dad Correct. and everybody else's parents. Yeah, I, yeah. Let's go to worst episode because uh, we're gonna get into that part you just discussed. Exactly. Continuity yeah. issues, I believe. Worst episode, I said Jesse overdosed on caffeine pills. That's the whole. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. The I'm so best excited. episode. How oh, dare you? No, it's, if, I love that it's the best episode. Yet you didn't name it as the best episode. Um, <laughs> right. First of all, Zach wears a shit blazer in there, which no high schooler dresses like that at the time. And then number two, it's caffeine pills, which is pretty unbelievable. And they go to the hospital and. All, I just hated the whole episode. I think it was like she's cramming, and I'm like, yeah, like well, she's no. cramming. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like they had access to coke back then too, so there was no caffeine pills. Yeah, this just, was late '80s, bro. Cocaine yeah. '80s, come on. Yeah, so I was like, this is just weak and across. I didn't feel for it. I was like, Captain Planet would have done a did a better job talking about drugs. <laughs> All right, what do you guys have? Okay, I have. Um... The episode called Pin to the Mat is the worst one. If uh, if you recall, that's the one where um, my boy Slater suddenly decides to quit wrestling. Oh, and, uh, oh yeah. Zach already had a bet basically saying that he was going to win some matches. and so <laughs> Yeah, against Valley, their yeah. only opponent. Zach being Zach. Always uh, the Valley. Convinces Bowers boy Screech <laughs> to join the wrestling team. And somehow... <laughs> oh, he uh, goes from joining the team to abruptly already competing in a match. You're going to bet money on Screech? Yeah. What do you got for your worst episode? Uh, I love Jesse overdosing on caffeine pills. Okay. Clearly. <laughs> so what yeah. do you got for your worst episode? Um, I have The Capsule Season 4, Episode 25. If you all remember way back to the Fresh Prince oh. episode of the Avengers Assemble, I just fucking hate all these easy ass like, conglomerate. That was the thing. Oh, we're just gonna put a bunch of clips together and then be like, "This is a an episode." The, do those people get paid for that? Do the, do the actors get paid? Of course they do. Quick? They're not even doing shit. That's my point. Like, I fucking hate that shit. Like, all they're doing is just, like... I Apple gives me a fucking album for August, and it sucks or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And that was that show. Uh, So that's the thing. I, I just... That's the worst episode, is... And I get it where people are like, but that's your senior year. But Mr. Belding was, like, crying. It was just – it was bad. Yeah. All right. Um, continuity issues. Um, I went ahead and went with quite – there's actually quite a few. That's why I said that part's going to take 20 minutes. So I'll shorten it down. But I'll say – so Good Morning Bliss, everything about that. Well, if we go under that being a different show, we can omit it, which we'll do it 
but it's like yeah, Jesse... that's that that we were omitting. It. Yeah, I know we we will um because just some of the things like somehow Jesse had lived next door to Zach forever, but she wasn't with them in junior high school, which was in Indianapolis. But uh, here's something that doesn't make sense. Kelly was poor, um, like very poor, she was. and somehow she was able to go to school with Lisa, whose parents are doctors, and then Zach. Yeah, that ass. Um, and so with Zach, whose family, you, you'd have to assume that he was rich since he had a cell phone when most people didn't, and then his kicks were dope, and he had a dope uh, Mustang. He uh, he had a throwback vintage Mustang he had mentioned. So you got to assume that he was rich, and then Screech seemed rich, and then Jesse Spanos just seemed rich too. Um, yeah, how was Kelly sure. in their same uh, – how was Kelly in – or even Slater for that matter – in their same zip code? So let's assume that they live in Los Angeles, which is pretty segregated. Yeah. And first of all, her ass would be living um in the valley. Yeah. Sherman Oaks, maybe. No, North Hollywood. Racina. Yeah, probably where the. This show taking place in uh, Palisades. They weren't busting her ass over. And the traffic would have been too bad to drive. <laughs> There's no wake up in the. Uh, she sees a bus drive by. No. Uh, I mean, she could have been Spencer from Racina All American. What's up? I said she could have been Spencer from All American. Like they didn't do that for volleyball. <laughs> she had a she had a she had a grandma over there. Doesn't seem like it. Also, she probably wouldn't have been that poor Kapowski. Um, just <laughs> yeah, I I feel like they might have meant messed up the last names between Jesse and Kelly's character. How dare you? No, I mean I, maybe it was supposed to be Kelly Spanos, and they go that doesn't have the same ring, right? Um, right. Yeah. No, so, I I agree with that because there like, ain't no Italian girls who are six feet tall. Well, I think Spanos is uh, a Greek name, actually. Really? Yes. There ain't no Greek girls who are six <laughs> feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Greek people are actually pretty tall. No, you're thinking of the Dutch. Yes, them too. They don't. It's not only one of them can be tall though. Uh, the I think, Dutch yeah. is the tallest country in the world. Oh, yeah, but Greeks can still be tall, too. They're not, though. You okay. only think of Giannikantetapo. And his brother? Okay. Giannis Antetokounmpo? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Also, um, here's some weird continuity issues, and also this is going to be under another category, too. But Jeff, who somehow managed the Max, who, who the fuck was owned it after the weird, uh, creepy... Uh, I think Mr. Belding bought it. Okay. Um, Jeff was in college and he boned Kelly. How did he not go to jail? Um, also Slater went to like, I know his dad was in the army, but his dad was supposed to be a general. Um, he would not have transferred his post that many fucking times where Slater has been to 16 plus schools in three years. Um, this is during like, I don't know, uh, the Persian fucking Gulf war. There wasn't like, Hey general, can we have you just. Go everywhere? Uh, no. They would have been like, hey, keep your ass there so you're safe so we can maintain continuity. True. Which Saved by the Bell didn't want to do. Also, Zach was on the basketball team and the track team for one episode of P- a piece, and they never reference it again. And he's portrayed as a non-athletic in comparison to Slater. Yeah. All valid. Okay. Um, and particularly Jeff being a pedophile. Um, and not getting in trouble. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein, was he in that show? <laughs> yeah, that's his, yeah. Uh, alright, what do you guys got for continuity issues? I know it's a lot, um. I'll go, cause I got, I got one big issue. Okay. And, uh, I, was, I wasn't that mad at it. So, Tori, 
came into the whole whole shit as like a senior, and uh, there was like eight episodes where Jesse and and no, not Lisa, but Kelly, uh, Kelly Jesse and Kelly were not in the yep. episodes. There's like in the last season where they mm-hmm. weren't in there. And then, and then all of a sudden they came back. Yeah. Uh, and then I did research and I realized <clears throat> Tiffany Amber Thiessen and Elizabeth Berkeley did not sign contracts for that year. Oh, man, Peter Engel, what a fucking idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <clears throat> you gotta sign your talent, dude. Yeah, you know Tiffany Amber Thiessen was like, yeah, I'm about to go to uh, uh, Fox on the show called Beverly Hills 90210. Exactly. Uh, fuck y'all. Uh, yeah, that, that whole, like, Tori just comes in. There's no reference to Kelly or None Jesse or anything like that, right? And it's like, okay. Um, they don't even mention them. That's why Lisa Turtle won also. Homecoming Queen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they said, hey, the black girl can get it now. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. She no, was I here mean, from the beginning. She was there from fucking sixth grade. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, <laughs> she should have fucking won that shit. They gave her a lifetime achievement <laughs> yeah, award. Yeah, lifetime achievement award. Let's be honest, though. <laughs> even if Kelly were there, if it were a real high school, Lisa would have won it because Kelly was broken. Her family couldn't afford to pay for the fees to like, go to <laughs> the prom. Lisa would have won it. Yeah, like, couldn't pay for the crowd or the deposit for it, you know? <laughs> Uh, Tori came in, and then when graduation happens, Tori's missing. <laughs> and I'm like, eh, you don't transfer your last semester of school at all. Yeah, what the fuck? Look, yeah, like, I got what, six what, months what? left. I have a leather coat, and I'm now in your school. <laughs> Let me go to Bayside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like... No one's doing that. Like, it doesn't help your college admissions or anything like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, they didn't even mention her during graduation. I'm like, yeah. oh, is she a grade younger than them or what? No, she was a senior. She was a senior too. Okay, and yeah. so they're just like, all right. They're like, all right, let's just. Like, it's so stupid. They're like, all right, this girl's dressed like total plot hole. Total plot hole. Dreams. <laughs> all right. Uh, what do you guys? What do you got, Mike? Um. So, you mentioned it earlier regarding like how we meet certain characters' parents and then we don't meet other people's parents, and so like. That was one of the issues that I had mentioned. Like, we never met Jesse's parents. We never met Kelly's parents. We met mm-hmm. Slater's dad, and he mentioned his mom, but, like, we never met her. Yeah. And um, that was the other thing that kind of got to me. It was, like, we see Slater's dad come on. And so it's like, mm-hmm. okay, like, you know, General Slater. And he looks, obviously, like, Hispanic. And mm-hmm. you see... He looks Italian to me. No, he looked Hispanic, bro. Alright. Um, and so you then you see, like, obviously, like, Slater, Mario Lopez, and you're like, alright, like, he looks Hispanic. And then we meet Slater's little sister, who suddenly pops up into the show, and then also suddenly dates your boy, Zach. And mm-hmm. um, she doesn't look Latina at all. And so then it's kind of like, mm, like, is, this, is she, like, the daughter of the milkman? Like, obviously, mm. like, <laughs> you know. Good call. <laughs> uh... Also, like, hey, really quickly, didn't he, like, when they're in the Malibu Sands episode, he, like, speaks some Spanish to the kitchen staff. Yes, and that was going to be the other thing I was going to mention. Oh, my so, bad. Um, Dude, uh, you guys are going was... all, all across the whole genre, and I was told to stick to the original. Well, 
Okay. Listen, because this relates to what I'm talking about. So like, I see what you're saying. I think I'm allowed to step out a little bit and bring it How back. How dare so, you? Um, yes, in Malibu's <laughs> ends, he does speak a little bit of Spanish to the kitchen staff um, to basically translate for them. And that's where, like, I think maybe we start to see some of that come to light because obviously then in the um, the season that then succeeded what we're discussing now, and so, like, I'm not going to mention it too much because I don't want to get off topic, but... Um, college years. The college years, exactly. Uh, it's basically revealed that Slater is actually Mexican and his last name is actually Sp- uh, Sanchez. Sanchez. Um, Mark. No, Sanchez. So he's not an Ashkenazi Jew, he's Sephardic. It's basically it, because he's 100% Jewish. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, um, that's uh, fine. It's right, Sephardic, just... Sephardic and Jewish is... Mexican. I thought he was Latino or Chicano. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sephardic Jew is Chicano. Uh, Why can't we just... I mean, it depends. Could... So, like, Sephardic, obviously... Well, I, I'm not going to go into, like, a deep dive on this. So, like, Sephardic... Doesn't the sh- explanation that the show used make sense without there being a metaphor? <laughs> True. I'm not saying it's a metaphor. I'm but Sephardic, it's, um... Sephardics basically inhabited uh, what was known as, like, the Iberian Peninsula. And so exactly. there are a lot of um, roots there for a lot of individuals that have... Uh, who migrated to... Who then migrated to the New World. Exactly. exactly. And Ashkenazi then would be uh, more of like the Eastern Hungarian fu- and Saxon, uh, Saxon Germans. And shout and out to Twenty Three like, and Me because that's how I learned okay. about that. Good, good for you, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's part of my continuity issue with it. It's like it's never really discussed, and I mean a lot of that can also be portrayed towards the era that we're discussing. So this is the early '90s, obviously. Um, we witnessed a lot of actors who were of Hispanic heritage who also did the same thing, uh, basically changing their names, their surnames, who now have a more anglicized... Um, and it's basically done as a way to help them succeed in the industry. And so I think it's important that we talk about it now because we've seen it with like Martin Sheen like changing his last name from like Estevez to Sheen and then Charlie Sheen obviously adopting it as well then the younger brother Emilio Estevez saying like no I'm gonna I keep I think Emilio's oldest Emilio no, Emilio's the youngest bro yeah yeah he's the youngest do you guys no. see young guns no yeah he's the oldest he's yeah he's older than uh, Charlie Look, uh, Mike's doing what he likes to do best. Fact check me, and then he's gonna get the same. He's gonna get the result. The result that he gets best, where he's wrong. Oh, man. You All should right, be used so to this. He's born in 1962. Now let's see, Charlie. Who's doing Emilio? I can hear typing. Oh shit! You're right. Uh, yeah, look, aren't you getting tired of saying that to me? That I knew right Emilio was older too. I didn't want to say anything. Shut up, Scott. You're a fucking bandwagon ass, man. I'm not bandwagon. You said there. Oh, I, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to say anything. I, wanted, yeah, I, I, I always supported going. Kaepernick. <laughs> Day one. All right, whatever, dude. Fuck you, Wiggins. Um, yes, you are right. <laughs> Emilio is the older brother. Um, Emilio. I stand, I, I stand corrected. Uh but you guys get my point. Like, obviously, this is something that has existed um, with people um, 
mm-hmm. fitting in and changing last names and changing identities to try to fit Oscar in and Isaac. succeed in the industry. Um, and so that was Oscar one of the things Isaac. that I kind of... Dude, asked, it's oh, not Oscar even Isaac. about how you shit, bro. It's like tell your truth. Like, because... I, I give Oscar Isaac started. a pass though because he is half, no. um, and Isaac is his middle name, so like he kind of gets a slight pass for it. But okay. anyway, um, I don't want to go like into like this deep dive, obviously, and like you know talk my shit and like go on this long rant because uh, I don't want to get my Scott Bauer on. So do um, it. Let us move on. So Wiggins. Uh, <laughs> All right. So next one up, next topic we got music and the opening theme. Um, look. The opening theme, I think that it stands out. I don't think it's very good, but it does stand out. It's catchy. But the fucking, uh, the, what do you call it? The uh, score to this show, right? Just the ra- random things. Right? Or, right? Or the random guitar riffs that they have, right? Or all the, they transition to when something's going to be in the max. Just all of that is just fucking fire. Let's like, go to the max. We are the aces. <laughs> yeah, it like, the, yeah. The little guitar riff on like the, the opening theme as well. Like the... Like I feel like anytime I'm you hear that jingle... <laughs> like, you hear that anywhere, you're gonna know. Like, oh yeah, yeah. no, yeah, Save I, myself. yeah. Also, um, really quickly, um, this the music was so good. If you even listen, like the, even the college years theme was pretty dope. Um, and the wedding in Vegas, that whole special. Um, whenever that's on, I just watch it just because the fucking music that they play during um transition scenes and uh, at the end of the episode is just so fucking great. Like, okay, they, I, I have uh, a question for you guys. Yes. This song was like pop culture is what I'm saying. When mm-hmm. I wake up in the morning, my lungs is out of I love that Scott's doing the I'll, I'll whisper it. It's saying <laughs> I don't know the lyrics. Uh, I'm doing the like, Peter, just... Peter Griffin. Hashtag, hashtag, ha, He's making it a little modern. He's like adding some mumble rap to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it also Man helps. Up. It also helps when you're not sober, so you kind of like <laughs> you fit that a little better. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, yeah, I, I really can't say enough. Like, this just this has an appealing soundtrack, if you want to call it, and score just all across. Fuck yeah. Um, it's incarnations. Um, timeless versus time passes by. Look, uh, already mentioned it. Jeff, he's Kelly's manager. Um, dated her, fucked her. That's illegal. Um, and then also the manager shouldn't be preying on his uh, co-worker and the co-worker shouldn't be underage. Um, also, Zach was pervy and creepy. Uh, Zach Morris was trash. And then Screech was a Me Too nightmare and creepy <laughs> on Lisa. He probably would be in jail and canceled from America. Bro, this is so Screech true. was like an incel terrorist. <laughs> like, oh, wait, oh. <laughs> yeah, he was. Like, he was like that guy from Santa Barbara. He would have just, like, killed everyone. Sorry. That's not funny. But, um... <laughs> timeless, I though. I will say one timeless thing. Uh-huh. Mr. Belding. I feel like every yes. principal ever yeah. of all Are time... cooler than they are? Yeah, like, Mr. Belding was all of those principals. Oh, yeah. Combined. What do you say, guys? I'm your peers. I'm your compadre. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. He, uh, yeah, a lot of him and a uh, Mr. Skinner, Principal Skinner, had a lot of yes. similarities. Yes. So, the thing why Simpsons are so good, though, 
You know what? Keep it on Principal Skinner. No, I know, but like, <laughs> okay. you know what? Principal Skinner is named after B.F. Skinner. The whole oh. Skinner's box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But like, that's All what's right. so ironic about principals. Like, they kind of know about it, but they don't. That's why Belding was so perfect. Like, he always kind of suspected something. But, like, he could never get there. You know, like, Zach could always confront him. Or, like, AC did, too. You know what I mean? Like, he always gave them the benefit of the doubt. I like that, you know? He probably should have been fired as a principal. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Like, I, like, didn't, like, Zach apparently try to sell the school to the Japanese and... Also, there was, like, all these prank wars, and there's an oil derrick that spills on the school, and he was not a good principal. Listen, he got punched by a student and didn't do shit about it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, his office had got taken over multiple times, and, like, I don't think Zach ever got suspended. He just, Mr. Bill, he's just, like, detention, which they snuck out of. He, yeah. uh... I feel yeah, like I, he was the... School shootings uh, happened at Bayside. School shootings <laughs> Damn. Yeah, like, I, I'm sorry. Like, this guy is just inept. And, yeah. Like, I was going to go the other way. I was going to say, you remember in Shawshank, when he's like, I don't know what those two ladies sang. But, like, I feel like it was that way. Like, they were just hearing this, like, amazing uh The only time he's in leadership is when his... Younger brother skipped on the whitewater rafting trip. <laughs> He's just kind of mediocre. Like, let's an actor come into high school with marijuana and stuff, you know? And take the kids to a party. All right, well, we switched gears totally. But, yeah, like, that okay. makes sense. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, what, do you, what, do you, uh, what do you got, uh, Mike? Um, so I'm going to say the characters are timeless. Um, I think everyone's always going to remember, like, obviously, like, Zack and Slater and Screech being, like, the nerdy. And obviously, of course, mm-hmm. everyone's going to remember Kelly Kapowski, mm-hmm. and Jesse, and Lisa Turtle. Je- and that, yeah, so. Jessica, cheerleader at the, my high school. Lisa Turtle. Mm. So I think, um, I think the nostalgia <laughs> behind just like the era that this show took place, like the late 80s, early 90s, um, mm-hmm. for everyone that's like obviously like uh, the older side of millennial age, because it's very reminiscent of like, you know, like, <laughs> what we're talking about with like Chris Hill with you know just you know, you know the older side of, of Gen X what's that uh, sorry so, so he, older side so of Gen X younger side of um, uh, millennial no, sorry Zoomers yeah yeah Scott's on the older side of millennial Chris is on the older side of Gen X <laughs> Scott is on the younger side of millennial or the older yeah what? you're right sorry sorry my bad yeah older and older yeah uh, yeah. So yeah, really on the 29. average side of Gen X. He's really on the average side of Gen X, but he'd be bullshitting to say. <laughs> I'm a millennial. I'm the oldest millennial ever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yeah. like, um, I mean, obviously the era of the late '80s, or early '90s, that defined the show. Yeah. Like from the fashion, oh, yeah, to the memories, well, just yeah. everything in general. Um, and so I think that's always going to be timeless because everyone's always going to think of Bayside Principal Belding, like. You'll know that was my high school. Now, as far as like time passed by, I will say, first off, the fashion. Um, mm-hmm. I think we'll look back on the show and like we'll be able to laugh at the fashion, like the side ponytails, the cut off shirts, uh, 
The sneakers, not so much, because I think a lot of those sneakers were iconic, so we'll get to look at that and be like, yeah. Like, Slater's dressing was time passed up by a long time ago. And even Zach's too, though, bro. Like, the denim outfits, shirt tucked yeah. in. I, I will say this, a lot of that is coming back. Did a, wait, did, fashion did, history repeats itself, and I feel like the early 90s are coming back now into this era. So I'll, I'll Oh, yeah, there. Did okay. Seinfeld copy his uh, – or did and Zach copy Seinfeld's uh, – that style, was something like, if you... that I was going to mention earlier as you were talking about his kick game with uh, uh, kind of like debating that with Chris Hill because I was going to say Seinfeld is also his someone. His shoes suck though. But he was known for always rocking Jordans. Oh, he wore Jordans? Seinfeld? Yeah, I always thought he just wore Asics or. Uh... Nah, he rocked Jordans too, bro. Okay. Well, all right. Well, yeah, he all was right. on so... Jordan. He was definitely a Jordan fanboy. Okay. Uh, yeah, cause I remember he was in the last, the last dance or whatever. Right, I always thought his shoe, he just room. wore gen- generic, like fucking white New Balance or like doctor shoes with straps and stuff. Nah, there were a few episodes where he had like Jordan fives. Okay, like, he definitely wore uh, a few, um, a few retro pairs. But anyway, okay. Uh, so th- does that copy from him wearing like? Cause like they both started wearing the dress shirt with the jeans and then right, the Jordan dress on. shirt tucked in and the jeans and the Jordans on. Cause like, yeah, because it made sense early seasons when Zach would wear, like, T-shirts or whatever and jeans or T-shirt and sweatpants with the shoes, right? Like, their freshman – I'm assuming it's their freshman or sophomore year. And then randomly, like, his hair gets more uh, – what do you call it? Slicked back. And then he's wearing a dress shirt that's tucked into his jeans, which is tacky, and then wearing, like, the same kind of kicks he was previously wearing, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Because um, as a white guy, you can wear, like – the same shoes twice in one month. That's white privilege. Like, <laughs> don't you guys know that? <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, thank you. Thank you for, uh, <laughs> for the Fuck you guys. Uh, the, la- <laughs> the last thing I was going to mention for Time Pass It By, uh, some of the activities that we saw them participate in, such as gym class. Um I feel like gym class is one of those activities that is long gone. Uh, hence How do Charlie's... we know? What? What? How do we know there's no more gym class? Bro, gym class was one of the first uh, classes to get unfunded. What? My niece was and my niece was getting like a D in uh, PE. And she was probably only having to take PE like once a week as opposed to like every day. Do you guys remember presidential fitness? Oh, yeah. yeah. I got named to that. You didn't, yeah. Scott. Uh, oh no! I would no counseling? way, no way you could touch your toes, Chris Wiggins. You can't touch your toes now. <laughs> yeah, I could touch them back then when I was younger no, and able you to can't. do it. <laughs> I'm not on the presidential's fitness. I don't get a certificate now at thir- at. Uh, Even if you pass it, you wouldn't have then. But well, my point <laughs> is, I got I got like so many presidential fitness well, you awards got the governors uh, the governor of ohio exactly <laughs> yeah you got the mike fitness. dewine what's up you got the mayor's fitness award yeah <laughs> the dayton mayor's one all right i you ran a six they, minute under the, six he, minute mile did you guys know that the straight line and he, he got an award for that yeah. yeah look i i ran a fucking 450 mile bro same here under five. No, you didn't. I did too. I just said you under five. You said you five. ran under six. No, you said under six. Did I say under six? Yeah. You didn't run I don't think you ran under. Mile. You didn't run under five. Oh, I did. Killed you, it, baby. You couldn't even touch your toes, though. Yeah, that's different than running <laughs> a fucking mile. I could do all those things. 
I can yeah, test my toes right now. My slowest mile was six minute three seconds because I got burned out uh, after the first lap one time, and then I came back to kill it. Okay. Well, how about we come back to kill this podcast? Scar Stampede, bro. Scar Stampede, <laughs> yes, sir. Black football champions. champions. Yeah. Right. Uh, Mike. Uh, okay. So gym class. No, I, I, I didn't know that they were, I didn't know they got rid of those. So they haven't necessarily gotten rid of it completely, but they have like defunded, uh, gym class programs. So kids were either taking it like every other day or it became optional. I don't know what we're saying. Uh, let's go to what, what it get made today. Who should be in it? I didn't comment on this because I think the show is pretty terrible. So, or yeah, I just don't think it should make this at all. And if they, who should be in it? Uh, I don't know. The last person in Hollywood because this show was pretty bad. Well, it's actually getting remade though. That's like, terrible. As what, we talk. What's the plan? Um, well, Peacock, who is uh, NBC's streaming service, basically released a trailer um, in April, and I'm surprised you didn't know. Because we're already in quarantine season in April, and maybe that also says a lot about how um, this reboot's going to be received. Because if people didn't really care about it, and we didn't have anything to do except no one likes the NBC, house, yeah, well, that's not right. anymore. Like NBC's gar- isn't Chris D'Elia NBC guy? Chris D'Elia? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, no one likes NBC. But anyway, I from, think what I, from what I saw in the trailer, um, they're bringing <coughs> up Mario Lopez and um, Miss Berkeley, and so I guess Lopez is coming back as uh, returning us later, and he's now uh, playing a gym teacher at Bayside. So he what? I thought you said yeah. gym was done. <laughs> yeah, I thought you said gym was done like last segment. Well, I mean, not in yes, Bayside, uh, dude. They'd have gyms <laughs> <Yeah>. still. <laughs> Okay. Bayside, they still do it. It's a very okay. public school. I'm talking about public schools throughout the United Correct. States. Bayside was public. Kelly got to go there. <laughs> you know her family had no. One. She had that rich ass grandma. Remember, she died of uh, COVID nineteen. Don't you remember that episode? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> uh, so Elizabeth Berkeley also makes a comeback, but um, I don't know how they <laughs> bring her back on the show. <laughs> you know, she was banging for that. <laughs> Dude. So, yeah. Um, but, I don't know, Scott, did, do you think they should make it? No, I. so my my thing is if they remake it today, it's going to be, like, really super fucking woke. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be, like, uh, Zach is definitely played by not a white guy. Maybe a Muslim. I don't know. It'd be still a cool show. Um... But they'll get, like, Post Malone and Young Thug to do, like, the hip-hop version of the of theme song. I don't really care what the rest of the show is, but I'm very interested in a new theme song. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, like, I can see Scott at NBC. Hey, why don't we do a show? All right, what is your idea? And then he fucking ma- spends three hours mapping out the theme yeah. song. And I go, okay, well, what about the show? Oh, I don't give NBC. a fuck. Like, like yeah, NBC. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like these ideas then NBC no, goes uh, yeah. okay I would literally <laughs> be like I don't give a fuck what your show is but here's the song like that is what I care about and it would be like it'd be like Post Malone being like uh, being like say bye say bye say bye say bye I will say bye say bye 
And then Young Thug would come in and he'd be like, I was seen by the bell when I was 19. You know what I mean? Like, it would just be like, Yo, you come in so hard. You know? I, I love how you just tried to auto-tune your own voice right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, so guys, look, when you wake up in the morning and your li- alarm is out in the warning, please don't hit the snooze button. Take the alarm seriously and get your ass to school. Everyone for the binges. Don't make it just Christmas. on time. Yeah. You want to, look, you don't want to sit low in your chair because you want the teacher to know that you're there. All right? And your dog didn't eat your homework last night, guys. Send the damn tea. Benjamin's a symbol, and please don't remake this show. Holla! Uh, Remake it, but make it more woke, in the words of Bauer.